Hello, everyone, and welcome to another night at the round table. Well, it was my turn, Zinger, introducing myself now to pick. And of course, as always, we have the other knights of the round table. Derek Hayes from Monsters Among Us. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you doing? And David Floor from Blurry Photos. Well, how do y'all? So, we have gathered to watch something so close that we have encountered so closely that it is of the fifth kind. Yes, we watched Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Actually, sorry, misspoke there. We watched Dr. Stephen Greer present (laughs) Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. So... I made a mistake with this. One, I think I just watched a two-hour either cult introduction video mm-hmm. or or a very long ad for an app. <laughs> <laughs> Getting it right out there. It might be a combination of the two, honestly. I, it, it very well could be. But the problem is, I made a mistake when I chose this over <laughs> the other opportunity we had sitting squarely in front of in front of us. We also could have watched Unacknowledged, which is narrated by Carlos Esposito. Well, this one was narrated by Jeremy Piven. Did you guys know that? Yeah, I saw that. Didn't care. <laughs> Not when you have a better actor available. Both Gideon himself could have been telling me about UFOs <laughs> over Stephen Greer talking over it most of the time. I, I, like I said, I chose the wrong one, and well, now we got to sit in this. So <laughs> wasn't wasn't unacknowledged also a Stephen Greer film? Yeah. Yes. It was, yeah. Okay. It's, it's the same I, thing we just watched, basically. <laughs> yeah, did, did you not notice they talked about it like 15 oh, times in this one? That's why I've never seen it, but I completely I was I would have 99% bet the farm that it was another Stephen Greer joint. Oh, it, it is it is definitely. It was like his first foray into this whole thing and 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 if I'm in I know this does not go through audio, but the the quotation fingers <laughs> are flying right now. I mean, like I said, I, I just picked this because I was like, I want a garbage. I, I want a, I want something we can pick apart, or at least have fun with and watch. And I, I went to this because I was like, I watched this at one point, and I couldn't finish it. Like I just stopped watching as, and it was on in the background of what I was doing. It wasn't even my focus when I watched it originally. Like, I got 40 minutes in and was like, nope, done. As even background noise, I couldn't deal with it. I mean, 40 so minutes then, is not even half the film length. No, it isn't. Yeah, because 10 minutes of that is is just the prologue before the title screen and all the other stuff. It's true. And, 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 and the numerous amounts of them showing other better movies we could have watched footage <laughs> from during this. They, they did take I, a lot of liberties with some larger alien films. Predator, Close Encounters yep. of the Third oh, Kind. Yeah. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff out there. They Live. I think I saw a clip there, but they, they just ran clip after yeah. clip after clip. Five minutes worth of, of their footage was from other films. And from yeah, uh, and, Fox News. And Fox News. I, I, <laughs> plenty of that. Horror movie in its own regard to some people. But But needless to say... Needless to say, I chose this, and I think we might all be on the same page. Dave, I'm going to throw it to you real quick. I mean, did these two hours fly by for you? Oh, no. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, 
I I got to about well, I'll tell you what. I got to a point where I was like, man, is this about over because I could, you know, I could start on something right now and <laughs> really like work on something uh productive and I I stopped it and it was an hour and 23 minutes. So it was right around the time when a normal human, I think, would get tired of watching a film. <laughs> Which is why we make ninety-minute films these days. That's where I lost interest the third time. I think about the hundred (laughs) twenty-three-minute mark, and and it was like two-thirds of the way through the film, and I was like, "Really? I I got another like forty minutes to go here." So yeah, I kind of kind of checked out of the hotel and went went around town in my mind from then on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, full disclosure, I fell asleep for probably ten minutes, and I thought I should rewind this and see what I missed. And then I thought about it, and I thought, I probably didn't miss anything, so I just kept rolling on through. Uh, there's a lot of, I'll call it information. There's a lot of information yeah. that's that's uh, presented in this documentary. Uh, a lot of information. There's a lot to swallow here. Uh, we go from ESP. We go from contact with extraterrestrials to conspiracies within the government. There's so many different facets in this film. And just when you start to think, maybe I understand what the hell they're talking about. They move on to another subject that's equally as puzzling and confusing and hard to swallow, frankly, as the last Mm -hmm. thing. So it's kind of a whirlwind. By the time you sit through that two hours, you're like, where the hell even am I right now? (laughs) I I mean, the thing that wraps it up is the, is the um, ad for the app. Yeah. At the end. And also I was waiting for like Sarah McLaughlin to start playing at the end, going, "These aliens are in danger," and with they your small your contribution, yeah, contribution, they could get your. I, I just like I said, it, <laughs> it, Sally Struthers comes in and is like, "For one small payment of nine ninety nine a month, you can sponsor an alien and Zeta Reticuli." Gorp, gop, gorp, gorp. <laughs> and, and I mean, the the, the thing about this you. is, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Um, the thing about this is this, this, this was 2020. So I'm like, Oh, not that well. God, it, I, I keep going. Oh, that wasn't, it's two years ago now, Justin. A long two keep, years keep, keep too. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, Oh, I mean, this is recent. This is after disclosure has happened, which is anyone else unimpressed with disclosure or is it just me? I could not be any more unimpressed with disclosure. To be quite honest with you. And I was thinking that throughout this film that, I really should care more about what they're describing because some of this is backed up with some evidence. I mean, you know, the government, we, uh, all these releases that they've had over the years, the New York Times article to the Stars Academy has some involvement. Uh, but, but I just don't care. I mean, there's I, there's nothing physical for me to see. There, there's nothing physical for me to touch. There's these same grainy videos that were impressive the first five, six times I saw them, but... Now I can see them with my eyes closed. I just don't care at this point. I need somebody to land on a yard and say, geek, glurp, 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 or whatever. You know, what I, whatever I said a few minutes ago. He, I, he I says thank you. I, I don't want to trust other humans that, that these things are out there. I want to see this stuff for myself. Yeah, and uh, according to this film, that's exactly what they want you to feel, Derek. This is this is part of a concentrated <laughs> falling effort. for all of it, aren't Yeah, I? to make you apathetic to everything that's happening right now. So yeah, well, that, that was like a, you. Like, there, there's ahead. there's a lot in this film that 
I could agree with, uh, that I sympathize with, but I just can't get on board the train uh, because they it, it it also like goes off in so many other directions. If they focused on one of those aspects, then I think I would take it a lot more seriously. But man, when you start talking about raising your friggin' frequency, yep, and expanding your consciousness and stuff, I'm just like I you you're gone. You have lost me. Yeah, I, I that that's that's bandied about so much that it's lost all meaning to me and i'm like maybe you guys need to come up with a new term to hook people in now you know what i mean or or well, show us what you're talking about that's or, the other yeah, thing like prove there's that so much works. of this this is what we did this is what we did show us i mean you there's so many of these grainy photographs with look like somebody hit a flashlight or something like so many of those could have been faked on the fly Show us something real. Show us something tangible. If you can contact these things, then bring yeah. a news crew out, contact them, have them show up, and let's get some high-def footage of these things with some decent cameras or something. Like I'm tired of, of people talking about what they can do. Show us or shut up. <laughs> Justin, well, can you, can you give us a, man over here. a quick... Oh, but you're right. Can you give us a quick overview of the film uh, as we're getting well, into some of the I, details? I, I can... I can definitely, I, I'll, I'll give as quick of an overview as I can. Cause like I said, this film has a, has like a plot through, do, sorry, documentary has like a plot through thread. And then it branches out at one point into a multiple quest line that somehow reconvenes later with maybe you're on board, but I don't know. <laughs> um, basically this follows like what's going on in the um in Stephen Greer's little com community he's created and his little um disclosure group of what they're trying to do to make um a f close encounter of the fifth kind contact which I do want to discuss with you guys the encounter scale because I think they should have stopped at a certain point and they added other encounters so I want to talk with that with you guys but Mainly with this, it's him talking about his experience, him talking about how the government's been covering it up, how he's talked to world leaders that have confirmed, yes, we are covering this up. Also, you have very stunning photos of Tom DeLonge in a suit, which I think should also be considered a cryptid in its own regard. <laughs> and then we go to some blurry photos, uh, which... um, uh. So, huh? but, but the thing with them is I started noticing something. There was a few of them that like taken at this, but then a lot of them kept popping up this CE5, CE5 event, CE5 event. And I'm like, where are all these coming from? Like, why does it keep saying that? And then the slow rollout later in the film of explaining what CE5 is and what his little group he's, he's heading is doing of trying to have this mental communication with the aliens and 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 uh you know have this as was mentioned this like matching wavelengths with our minds with them and also getting a light bulb that can change the color you're thinking of too <laughs> so i i i mean i guess that's the best summary of this yeah yeah well, well you left well, out a lot is... of the government stuff too that there's this I, uh... government secret society the one world government that they're trying to form apparently that wants to keep the alien being secret essentially is, well, is what they seem to be and wanting to away do. right i'm sorry yeah and and away from us like yeah yeah they some sort of them. separation that you know we're not ready kind of situation 
But that got me thinking as well. You know, they these these entities, whatever they are, traveled great distances. We can only assume, and they're going to let some or interdimensional. Well, it's still a great distance, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> but they're going to let some some military general stop them from doing whatever the hell they wanted to do. Like, I don't understand the the limitations here by these visitors. Yeah. I I don't understand either. And and there are compelling photos that they have of entities at the... I, I, this was very near the end. If they had started with this, with, with that... It's that one photo of, like, the the object dancing in the... Near the fire or the, something. The light being down, thing. pal. That was like fifty oh, percent of the photos they showed. God, I. Well, well, no, it, it was like it looked like a person, but I mean, it was one of those. They had to outline it. They had to oh, show where yeah. the face was. That was an entity which, named um, Bijou, I believe. Yes, I. I was like at, at <laughs> yeah, that I'm point. I'm like, this up. that was really French what it was film? called. <laughs> yeah. At, at that point, I was like, okay, I, I've I've already mentally been like this is too much now i'm like okay you're just adding to it now yeah you know i i can't help but think that this might have been a more powerful picture if it was just concentrated a little better knock out some of these subjects cover them in like five or six lines and let's move on with with your message and it seemed like a lot of the message was you you as in every single person out there has the ability to communicate with these entities that are apparently here at all times we just can't see them I don't completely understand that. Different dimensions possibly fading in and out. But either way, they're they're advocating that we have that ability to communicate with them. All we have to do is go outside and do it. So why did they wait until the last third of the film to even start talking about that? Like they set it up for so long that they kind of buried the entire point that they, they were trying to put across. It is in chapters at least. So they did True. delineate certain things. But I once I you know what you're looking for, you can pick it out of there. Yeah, I I think it would have been stronger if they had focused on one thing. Like, they could have done a whole film about uh, the government involvement and and secrecy with keeping these things away and knowing about them and this and that. Um, Because they were talking about the government or, you know, the militaries, I guess, of the world wanting to uh, keep all the entities and the aliens away from Earth so that earth could have dominion over this region of space or something like it's a very militaristic colonial kind of um, way of looking at it and and way of acting and so uh it (laughs) they skipped from that straight to the uh you guys are capable of healing the earth, taking care of each other, um, fostering goodwill and harmony, and it got real hippy dippy uh, with all that. And it's like I, mm-hmm. I, I'm completely fine and agree with the message that yes, people need to be kinder and kinder to each other, and take care of the planet and take care of animals. But like, I don't know that this is the avenue of attack to do that. You know, th- there's got to be better ways to convince people to not be jerks to each other. Well, it seemed like they were really pitting uh, society against the industrial military complex, really, is, is what yeah. it was. Uh, you know, military's bad. Uh, authority is bad. They're trying to hide all the truth from you. They're trying to keep their powers from you, all this stuff. And, and we're... 
uh, unformed clay, essentially, is what it seemed like they were really implying that, you know, in the in mass, we can change the world just by thinking about mm-hmm. it. I guess that was their overall message as far as the whole documentary was concerned. It's what I pulled away from it, at least. It's a positive Which is message. interesting. You know, it's great stuff, but it's a tough pill to swallow, especially when you throw all that, throw all that other stuff at us. I mean, there's a lot to digest there. I mean, there, there's the fact that Stephen Greer's been threatened with his life multiple times. There's been, like, he's had discussions with, like I said, high-ranking military. And like I said, I'm not not believing him with this stuff. It's just, it's very, it's, I want more details on that stuff. Like, that would have been interesting to me to have him explain more of that stuff. But he kind of touches on it. And he's, of course, like, I can't disclose who I spoke to. Which, I'm like, okay, believable. But... They just kind of touch on that stuff. And they touch on the, the fact that we have disclosure. But once again, I mean, disclosure for me, I, I understand what we're getting. The government kind of is at this point where they're like, yeah, we don't know they are either. So can, can you guys help us? Um, what, what disclosure be for me is I'd have to be in a room, blacked out room, sitting at a table and have somebody walk in smoking a cigarette. Like, like, and throw down a file in front of me. And then I get to look at that file. Like, that, that is, that is what I want for disclosure. Because Justin, I'm like, I, I want to know like about these older that, sightings. That sounds like something either Derek or I could set up for you. Yeah, and we could put a bag over your head and take you to oh, a perfect location. <laughs> if that's all it takes, then done. See, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say handcuffed to a chair but i'm like no i'm there by own free will i want them to give me this information and they want to give it to me i'll never find a pair of handcuffs (laughs) (laughs) impossible (laughs) but no i mean like like i said it's i want to know about like um ketzberg and stuff like like but they haven't talked about any of that stuff right they're just kind of like oh we're just gonna show like okay if if the tic tac ufo and that stuff were presenting me as a file thrown on a table by someone smoking it's like you know you can this this is eyes only I would be fully on board, but since I saw it as like a YouTube video, I was like, uh, this I mean, it's weird, but it's very heavily influenced by the X-Files, isn't it? Very much so. <laughs> like, like I said, this is how I want, wanted disclosure. I wanted a personal experience. You sign up for, you know, give them a few bucks, whatever. I, I, I think that'd be the most awesome experience. Not a documentary where it turns out in the end, if we all just commune together, we can have blurry photos of UFOs show up. That's the other thing. All these events, it's like, you know there's going to be a UFO. Why can't someone have a steady cam Or a, a news crew? A tripod, at the very Which least. One tripod, nice. yeah. Yeah. I, so these and C, I mean, these C, you, you touched on it. These CE5 events. And all throughout the video, they show uh, you know, like home video footage of different UFOs. And most of them are mm-hmm. dots in the sky. There's some really impressive stuff in there. And yeah. there's some stuff in there that I've seen debunked six, seven years ago. <laughs> so they really didn't do their homework as far as what clips they included. But in, like Justin said earlier, in a lot of them, it's a captured at a CE5 event. So they have these things globally. And at a certain point in the documentary, they actually introduce a lot of these members that go out at night looking for these UFOs. And I certainly don't knock that. I've done that myself. David and I have done it out at Anz Borrego. By the way, one of those clips came from Borrego Springs, which is the heart of Ooh. the Borrego Triangle, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, I certainly don't knock it, but, uh, yeah, their, their use of, of clips I thought was kind of funny. Cause like I said, some of those were really debunked a long time ago. Uh, the one I think about specifically was the, 
the crop circles that were formed on video. You see the two orbs mm-hmm. go by. I swear that one was debunked 2012 or something like that. I mean, that clip <laughs> has been around for a really long time. Uh, but but I, like I said, there was some interesting stuff in there. And these CE5 events, they're going out there capturing all this footage. And I, and I like that. I like the fact that it encourages people to go outside and actually look up. I mean, that's how you're going to see a UFO. You go outside and you look up. So I, I did like the fact that they were encouraging people to at least go outside and investigate for themselves. Okay, I do want to go over this real quick of, of the Heineck scale, which is the which is the different close encounter scale real quick. So I want to get your guys' opinion on this because it, as I guess, experts in the field. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. Well, you're um, not talking about that, j- are you? I'm, I'm talking about everybody involved, I mean, including you, the experts listener. Experts these days are just dudes who who talk at length about this. Yeah. <laughs> Can't um, shut up. So, 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 actual expert J. Allen Hynek uh, created a scale back in the back in the day, which was the Close Encounters scale, which was Close Encounters one through three. Later, uh, people added the fourth and fifth one, and they talked at length about the fifth one. Um, Close encounter of the first kind, visual sighting of an unidentified object seemingly less than 500 feet or 150 meters for anyone not in America away that shows apparent um, extraterrestrial or coordinated detail. Uh, Close encounter of the second kind, a UFO event where physical evidence is left, such as affecting a vehicle um, electrical systems, animal reaction, uh, physiological effects such as paralysis, um, and or discomfort in the witness. And then a close encounter of the third kind is a UFO encounter in which an animated entity is present, humanoid robot, and humans uh, present occupying or piloting the UFO. So that was Hynek scale, which I think is a solid, like, that's the solid groundwork. And then people are branched off from there to add close encounter of the fourth kind, which is a human, which is an abduction of um, a human by aliens or occupants of said UFO. Another film we could definitely talk about one day, the fourth kind. And then Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, which this documentary is named after and deals heavily with, which is a UFO event um, claiming direct communication between human and alien. Because a lot of these people said that they, like, communicate with it. Like, I wanted to see it better, and it and it turned and came back towards me. So, like I said, my opinion, Hynek scale, one through three, solid. After that, hmm gets a little out there i uh, first of all i would switch fourth and fifth because i feel like if you are abducted that's a little bit uh more the triangle right yeah that's a that's a (laughs) little bit crazier than than just communicating with them uh but i've seen this thing go up to like eight or nine with oh, I, I know there's more. I know there's a yeah, few more, but I'm like, stuff. I like one of one of the higher ones is actually getting impregnated by them, um, and you know, who, <laughs> who knows? The sky's the limit from there. But well, uh, what do you get if you like get in the ship and just leave and never come back? I mean, is that like the eighth? Close I mean, that's, the eighth kind, maybe that that would be a far away encounter, I guess. Yeah, it wouldn't be close. <laughs> How do we work <laughs> that does. out? It sounds pretty damn good. <laughs> Come get us! All we have to do about is think about it. Apparently, according to Doctor Greer. So if we well, think are, about are it, you we outside thinking about it? And that's something oh, perfect. Well, that's something I have a 
problem with because it doesn't sound like in any of the examples that they um, brought up in this film, it doesn't seem like when they thought about a UFO and it responded, it didn't respond uh, telepathically or communicated with them. It just sort of like turned around or flew a different direction, and then that was it. So I don't understand the communication part of it. You know what I mean? They're not actually seem like they're talking to people. It's almost more like communication than... Well, in in, in that it, they're instructing these balls of light to do whatever they want them to do, rather than communicating and saying, hey, yeah. show me a sign. They're communicating saying, hey, I want you to zip around and do this move, and they basically kind of like a tulpa i guess where they mind thought and create this this light ball that then behaves the way they they imagined it would behave now that's that makes more sense to me than them contacting <laughs> a ufo that nobody else can see or or talk to you know this cuz they do dip into a lot of the psychic communication the esp the remote remote viewing they uh, interview russell targ there's some other people to talk about it and they do some, they mentioned some experience with these number generators. Do you guys remember these? Oh, they, they couldn't shut about? up about yeah, random yeah. number generators. Yeah, they just went on and on and on. So uh, apparently there's you know, there's these devices that essentially recreates a coin flip where you can either have a zero or a one. It's called a number generator. And if, according to these scientists, these researchers, whatever they were, if you uh, think about this number generator as it's acti- actively creating numbers, you can influence it to... Uh, skew one side or the other where normally the the normal distribution is is 50% zeros 50% ones but they're saying that most people have the ability to simply think about it and influence it to have 75% of ones and 25% of zeros or something along those lines so in, in a way this becomes a bit of a ghost documentary halfway through because they're if this stuff is correct they're essentially proving that consciousness exists outside the human body which isn't that what a ghost is essentially so they kind of dip their toe into that a little bit uh did you guys pick up on any of that did you have any feelings about any of any of those quote-unquote facts that they put out there i i have a thought but i want david to go first because mine will probably derail this immediately (laughs) well i didn't i didn't get anything with ghosts uh from this but i immediately jumped to um i'm pretty sure they conducted some um research into things like this, especially uh, ESP, uh, things like that um, at Duke University back in the you know mid twentieth century, um, mm-hmm. I'm I was under the impression that after extensive testing, they found nothing really outside of statistical probability. Um, well, it's funny. Uh, I did a lot of research on this a couple years back. And that's how Russell Targ's on my radar and everything. The military claims that. But everybody that was involved is like, no, 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 no. This was wildly successful. We did it for 30 years. And they suddenly <laughs> pulled the plug, which means they went underground with it. That's- so so they, they all their stuff was, was covered up. Because I feel like um, that would have been... I mean, that that's a pretty big claim to make and would need a lot of peer review. Mm. To date... Uh, all these films and these people who talk about uh, everybody being able to do this and these random number generators and being able to influence them mentally, they they never 
produce any peer-reviewed um, research about this or papers that you can use to verify or back up these claims. So, I, I mean, obviously the the go-to fallback for this would be well, it's covered up. It's it's buried by the military-industrial complex or the government or the new world or whatever. You know, like so. Could that happen? Sure, I guess. It's very convenient, isn't it? it but it is very. You don't convenient, have evidence, yeah. but you have an excuse for that lack of evidence. <laughs> you got to make sure you have one or the other. I would just like to see you know some some peer-reviewed uh, research and papers on this to see if that actually is outside statistical probability norms or yeah. not. But yeah. All right, well, I, I got good news for you, David and Eric. I, we can... I have a random number generator right in front of me. One through six. Okay. Don't say it out loud. We're going to each think of a number. Everyone got it? I'm going to write mine down. Okay. I'll write mine down. All right. I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing. I gotta find a piece Full of paper. disclosure, I'm just going to guess on this. I'm not using any psychic powers. I'm simply making it. We're, yeah, n- none of us are. I, n- now I, oh, there's a pencil. Cool. Unless I'm right, and then I know infinitely everything. Yeah, this Except is... Uh, really all right, all right. Use that word properly. All right, cool. Now, this random number generator, I'm going to activate in a second. We're going to see what it comes up with and see if our collective powers have influenced it ready should, should we not all think of the same number then <laughs> yeah i think we're doing it backwards run this one we'll do it again we'll all think of the same okay number. okay ready okay. ready all right it's a dice. all right That's it's a, a dice. <laughs> exactly but it came up three it came up three and i put three the funny thing is I was going to write three, and I wrote... <laughs> oh, my gosh! wrote four instead of three at the last... Oh, no, me and like David! Ah! Three. <laughs> at the, that's You're not part said, of the collective dude. unconscious! I even said that I'm just guessing because oh, I'm an idiot. How did I do that? All right, but, let's try it one more time. What do we want it to, <laughs> to land on three? All three of us are thinking the number three. Okay, three. okay, but statistic. Okay, statistically... Statistically, it's one in six. It's one in six yeah, every time, no matter what the previous number was. Yeah. Okay. So what what are we going with this time? That's three. Let's do it again. Three? Three? three again. All right. Everybody all right. Think We're all thinking three. three. Think think three. Fell off. <laughs> Nothing but the best equipment. Two! Two! Oh, well, we were way off. Ah, see? Derek dragged us down. Me, me and David, we had it. Well, I second guessed. We had it. I second guessed it, which I do on everything, and it ruined it as, as it typically does. No, I mean, I just wanted to use that. Like when I think random number generator, I'm like just thinking of somebody literally throwing dice at the wall. Well, I was thinking of the opening of Ghostbusters, where you know they have yeah. the the psychic deck. I uh, think of what it's yeah, called, they... but this is shocking the guy, even though he gets the questions <laughs> correct. Uh, you know, all these popular culture bit. things come to mind. There's there's a few other ones that... that uh, and We've all been playing around with a deck of cards on a camping trip or something and tried to guess the sequence or guess the colors or something like that. And I, I've, I've, I've had some success with it, but I'm, I attribute that to 100% luck. Like, I, I used to do a thing where I would separate the blacks from the reds without looking at the card, looking at the back, and I'd flip them over and there'd be like four on either side that were missing. Uh, you know, there'd, mm. there'd be a whole deck of red with like four black cards in it, but sometimes they'd be switched around. Like my red pile would be all black, so there's no powers involved. It's just luck of the draw, I believe. Zener, Zener cards. 
Sorry, I, the the cards you were mentioned in the Ghostbusters, they're called Zener cards. Oh, that's right. Zener oh. cards, yeah. Um, but you know the government did pour tons of money into research on what exactly we did and what exactly you're talking about, too, years oh, ago. Oh, 100%. And could... Could still be, and and that's and that's the thing with this, like him talking about, oh, the government. It's like, does, do you think the government would really want us knowing how much money they put in, amount of stuff they spent on dumb stuff like this to see if it actually held water? I think it's well, worth it. I think so too. I mean, you you explore every avenue because if you yeah. don't, someone else does. They get the upper hand on that. It makes perfect sense to explore all this stuff, and it also makes perfect sense to hide the amount of money you're spending while you're exploring it because you don't want. Uh, you know, opposite forces to know how much you're devoting into this maybe crackpot or maybe real. You know, if it is real and they find out you're spending billions of dollars a year on this program, suddenly the Russians are going to be like, well, wait a second. But I happen we need to, to be think, doing it too. I happen to think the Russians are far more advanced in any of that stuff. If it's real at all, they're definitely further advanced because they never stop their, their yeah, development. I, of I don't it. think they throw in the towel quite as quickly. No, no, they don't. I mean, the, the re- remote viewing and stuff like that's interesting. This 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 whole documentary, like I said, touches on some of that stuff and touches on like this, like a like the whole communicating with these beings. But I mean, I I think of it more as like like we were saying earlier. You're 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 telling this thing to move around. It's like if you're telling a dog to do it, but you're doing it out loud instead of in your head. You're like. Oh, go go over there. I mean, the dog might do it, might not. Who knows? I mean, and, and I but you I really like to one think way or another. You you are, and that's the problem um, with scientific stuff. Is if you observing is actually influencing a result technically, like you just observing, not touching, not being involved. You are influencing it by observing it, and that's the whole thing with this. Is if there is science to be gleaned from this, it's so shotgun approach to it that it's like who's to say what's gonna stick and what's not they're not they're not doing this in a method that is repeatable on over and over time like i'd like to go to a c like one of the ce5 events just to see if i see something am i going to no because they might be like oh well you didn't believe as hard as the rest of us yeah, or it's five hundred dollars to sit out here in a lawn chair. <laughs> well, that's probably yeah. <laughs> but to play devil's advocate here, I mean, let's look at a play it. phenomenon known as uh, ball lightning. Right? We know that it's a real phenomenon. It's been captured on video a handful of times. But good luck studying it, because you have to find the perfect conditions. First of all, you have to find storming conditions. So that's already a challenge in itself. It has to Washington. It has to be the perfect stormy conditions to develop whatever this phenomena happens to be or however it's made up. And then you have to be there to see it too. I mean, there's all these elements that have to align. So it's sort of like these, I mean, yeah, they could go out there and three out of five trips, they come back with pretty good footage or they, they physically see, see something with the naked eye, but it's not reproducible because it's not a dependable, you know, it's, it's like seeing ball lightning or seeing like an elk herd. Like you can guess where it might be, but you don't know for a fact where it is if you don't know everything about it. Does that make any sense whatsoever? They're all over the place out here, so elk, I mean, not ball lightning. (laughs) Yeah, we allegedly have elk over here, too, which I found that as a shocking revelation. Haven't seen one, but apparently they're in Virginia. There's (laughs) eastern states with pockets. Pennsylvania, Kentucky, uh, I believe, yeah, Virginia has a pocket, Mm -hmm. and they're like herds of like 250 or herds of 80 or something like that. And Kentucky has a lot. I'm surprised 
You didn't know that, David. Oh, I didn't care. You probably did know that. I just didn't care. (laughs) (laughs) Or there's that. (laughs) I I mean, like like, like I said, I I know... um, Greer from other stuff. I've I've seen his name mentioned a lot and stuff to where he's claiming that the U.S. government and all the governments are like hiding zero point technology, which I'm surprised. I was shocked. I was like, I guess they're steering away from him talking about like alien technology in this because they don't really touch on it too much. And I know that's a talking point he uses in other stuff. Unless, unless I just zoned out for a good amount of time it's, there. It's possible. But he did yeah, speak very matter-of-fact about a lot of things that I think yeah. were were definitely opinion at best. Uh, <laughs> yeah. These these things do this, or these things come from here, or these things communicate this way. Like, all very matter-of-fact, which is great for him. Maybe he knows for a fact that that's the case. But when you're, I feel like when you're approaching a, a an audience that's you know on the fence about something, maybe you, you approach it a little differently or... You know, maybe I'm being overly sensitive about it, but uh, or maybe I, I, did catch, I did catch that where he was very matter of fact about a lot of things that he claimed. So, well, that's sorry. Go ahead. That's a way to, to, to David to talk to your audience about this stuff. You know, you can't can't be too. Um, maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. You to get people to listen to you and Derek. You you and I are probably experiencing this. You know, as we're putting our film together, it's like. You got to say what it is or what it, what what it isn't or at least say, you know, my opinion is it's the you can't be like, well, maybe this, maybe that, I don't true. know, kind of, you know, nobody's going to listen to you when you say that. So, it could be a motivation for him, but I was kind of struck with how much he was at the center of a lot of this. And I think that's something that people need to keep in mind when they hear people like him talk about these things. He had a near-death experience that he couldn't shut up about, which gave him insight into all kinds of things. He was abducted, apparently, at one point. Uh, he's talked to By aliens. Humans, he's right? talked to... Uh, well... <laughs> yeah, at, at one point they say it's that... Like he uh, was abducted by humans at one point. Humans are uh, making abductions to... Uh, influence people to be uh, uh, fearful, basically. Framing framing aliens, essentially. Framing aliens to get people to be uh, scared so that they could wage interplanetary war. Um, But he he also um, has ties to the government. He's just, he's got his finger in every one of the things that he brings up in the film. And I think, and and it, it just got to be too oversaturated at a point to where I started thinking this guy has experienced everything mm-hmm. which makes me a little bit wary of what he's he's saying because you know if he if he had a near-death experience fine and he thinks that the government is out to get people fine stop there but when you also meditate and astrally project you communicate with aliens you've had an abduction you also uh, have talked to heads of government like when you do it all that's that's when it's a little bit suspicious to me. Yeah. Uh, just for Wikipedia purposes, I did look him up, and according to his Wikipedia, he claims he has he had seen a unidentified flying object at close range. Doesn't say what on the Hynek scale, but just close range when he was eighteen, plus another experience, just as experience, at about thirty five years old. And that inspired him to take an interest in ufology. 
So hasn't there been some question uh, about his legitimacy over the years? I, I intended on looking this up, but I cut this too close, and I literally finished oh, about I'm... ten minutes before I jumped on here. But um, I, I remember over the years just hearing people kind of question certain things. Like you know, he talk he does a lot of name dropping. He, he talks about the yeah. the King of Liechtenstein or something. I don't even remember <laughs> which European co- country it was. But some royalty he talked to all the time. Some oh, other, yeah. I've European talked to the royalty. premier of Tajikistan. You yeah, guys wouldn't just, know him, but. <laughs> just dropping names left and right. Um, and I feel like it's some of that stuff. And I don't want to speak out of turn because I don't have the information in front of me. But maybe if I say enough, you guys will remember. If not, we'll move on. But I remember hearing something where there were facts that were easily checked up on and they didn't check out. Like, like let's say, for example, he knows the prince of belgium or something and he's never even been to belgium or you know something along those lines and it's kind of a gotcha kind of moment and i heard a lot of these things about greer i want to say this is probably four or five years ago i was definitely doing around alien con time. time but it's not really my wheelhouse to talk gossip about other paranormal people so i didn't discuss it but i remember reading about it and the whole time i was watching the film i had that in the back of my mind and he would say certain things i'm like yeah that's 100 percent one of those moments right there and meeting all these these royals and them telling him, oh, you, you have no idea. There's an intergalactic war about to happen and, and predicting all this strife and, and terror. And it's just so much. There's a lot of scare tactic going on from both sides, apparently. And I, I'm rambling all uh, over the place, but I'll, I'll let you well, guys. No, I was about to I was about to say five years ago. Oh, man, we really should have watched Unacknowledged. It was only an hour and 40 minutes. Um, <laughs> Unacknowledged did come out in, that in time 2000. between films. He met so many people. It was 20, 20 minutes worth of name dropping. <laughs> uh, we saw five more no, movies, I'm... so there was five more alien movie clips, too. <laughs> true. The, thing, um, the thing was in there. Yeah, I, 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 like I said, there was a few I was like, man, they're... I should just start writing these down for whenever we're, I, I need to come up with something later. Um, so if you did hear stuff about five years ago or so, then that would have been around the time his first documentary came out, which is mm-hmm. the same name as like um, a books, a book I want to say he wrote too. Like, like I said, I mean, he's, he's done a lot of stuff and he's dabbled in a lot of this. And I, I, like I said, I feel like I've heard stuff too about like, some of his claims being kind of not verifiable, just kind of existing. But like I said, I mean, I didn't do any deeper. I was just too fascinated with the fact that um, the director of this, as well as Greer, are working on other upcoming projects, which I have a list of. So, who oh boy, we've got stuff to do in the future then, too. All coming out this year, too, by the way. So hmm. I'm busy for the rest of, of the year, I believe, so I won't be yeah, able to Yeah, I've got a lot going on. <laughs> well, just... just <laughs> just going over real quick um we are not alone uh tv series documentary six episodes announced that's what this should have been uh, a tv uh, series. inside inside ce5 documentary and post-production at the moment uh we are not alone documentary i don't know why that differs from the tv series also in post-production um chasing crop circles that one i'd be interested to see how we get to like, I, I want to watch that one just because Crop Circles, I feel, have dropped off the radar for a while recently. Maybe that's just well, me. There was a lot of debunking that went on in the late 90s that really put a hit on the Crop Circle phenomena. And Wasn't it Dave and Doug were the guys? Yeah, that might be right. There were two older British gentlemen that claimed to have done 
a vast majority of the the crop circles seen. I swear. And they sent them out in the field, and like here, reproduce it. And they did, but it it was sloppy. I think and, you know, they broke some of the stalks, which doesn't happen in in crop circles. But yeah, the phenomena sort of died out. I don't know that it actually died out, or, or we just stopped talking about it. Maybe or the government's covering it up. More government cover up. Yeah, and, and I want to circle back to Greer one more time, and, and again play devil's advocate, if I may. It, uh, by by the way, it was Dave and Doug. Was it okay for the guys? He, yep. He's let's let's just pretend for a minute that everything he says is true. Of course, there's going to be people out there that's that's going to try to slander him and, and make it sound like what he's saying is ridiculous. I mean, that's exactly what the government would be doing mm-hmm. is trying to make him look foolish. Now, by putting out a two hour documentary that rambles all over the damn place, you do that yourself. But um, in my personal opinion, but at the same time, if if he is speaking any kind of truth whatsoever, what a better way to shut him up than to just let him keep talking and just make him sound like a crazy person? Counterpoint: oh. um, What if what if he is a a government Mis- agent, misinter- or misinformation agent? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what if he is who he rails against? <laughs> wow, that would that would that would be a mess, wouldn't it? <laughs> Smart. Well, I was about to say, we, we need to make sure to record all of your guys' thought before your documentary comes out, just so when, <laughs> just so, <laughs> so when people try to discredit you guys, we, we can have documented proof of, nope, 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 they were crazy before it came out, too. <laughs> That's 100% true, yeah. It, oh, well, I much more crazy afterwards. The heat itself took care of that. But yeah, <laughs> after filming our own, it's, it's obviously it's not out yet, but after filming our own documentary... I have a, a a much bigger appreciation for anybody that takes on this effort. Same. And as much as I pick it apart, it's hard. It's mm. really difficult. Uh, we went out for we shot for what seven or eight days total, and we still totally, don't have yeah. footage that we yeah. that I might have to go out and shoot some more. It's that kind of situation where, and we're looking for like a hundred minutes. We're not even looking for two hours. So it's a difficult well, process. So I, I will cut them a little bit of slack and. At the same time, you can come in here with every paranormal fact in the book and have the driest, most boring documentary of all time. You have to still have that entertainment element to it. Yeah. And there were times when I was entertained through this. I will give them that. And then there was other times where it dragged to the point where I lost interest and they had to like pull me back out of the depths of the darkness to, to bring my attention span back into what was going on. But uh, there were some wins and there were some losses throughout this one, in my opinion. Agreed. A huge loss, in my opinion, was them stealing that one song. I oh yes, they Derek, changed the Derek, key. De- the what? Derek, I I I can't. I I I want to back you up on. I back creators. I don't back creators when they just use the straight up the dun 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 dun, dun. that me, oh, that song that, that comes the, in when they're showing all the photos. I'm Seven like, Nation Army. No, it's it, well, it's. It, it's it's one that's 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 like shooting star or something. It's like it's, a TikTok song or something. Yeah, it's been used in so many stupid memes that the second I heard that I was like, "Is this really that?" And it goes in. I'm like, I can't take anything I'm seeing seriously. Not that I was before, but still, I just expect like somebody to be like, like it's one of those things where it like shows like so- someone getting tackled or something in football and getting like launched backwards, and it goes into that song and shows them like flying through the air. <laughs> I love not knowing what the hell you're talking about. I know it's great. It's just, I don't know what he's talking about, and it's 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 hilarious. Sing it's, it's it again, accurate. Justin. 
da 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 da. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get copyright strike. Um, yeah, definitely. Not. Yeah, I'll, I'll that'll send, happen. Speaking I'll of send you some memes. Speaking of copyright strike, <laughs> they just played "Why Can't We Be Friends," and they just put it through a processor and changed <laughs> the key or something. Oh. It was a little bit off, and I don't know if they thought that was enough to to avoid the copyright or what. But um, it, that that one took me out. The montage of of aliens and humans fighting one another. And the song "Why Can't We Be Friends" playing underneath it oh. in the key of A minor or something weird that they put it in. Uh, there was some well, I interesting. Mean, if they choices. do have a lawsuit, if they do have a lawsuit, their the response could be, "Hey, why can't we be friends about this?" <laughs> we changed da, the key. Da, da, Come da, on, da. guys. Which is funny. We've but, had similar. I don't want to say arguments, conversations about uh, our documentary. Like we, there's stuff in the public domain. There's stuff that maybe is in the public domain. We really want to use. No way to tra- track these people down. So again, it's it's difficult to do these things. Whereas, where why can't we be friends is a pretty popular song. I think you can find the rights holder to that pretty easily. Maybe they did. I, I I'm jumping to conclusions. Maybe they did license the song for all I know. I didn't check. I I, I know they had stuff at the end where it did I, for some reason I was still sitting through the credits. They had photos of the other photos. I guess were not good enough for the main show. <laughs> Um, over the credits too, and I did I did see a few um, song stuff in there. Um, overall, though, did this compel you guys at all to believe more, or did, is this just a net neutral of, yeah, this existed, and unfortunately, I had to watch it. Well, I'll speak as honestly as I possibly can here. Over the past two months i've been reading and watching a lot of things on accident i'm not searching these things out about uh higher awareness uh, uh, frequency vibration uh essentially when you boil it down it's just being the best person you can possibly be and that somehow radiates into the ether and attracts extraterrestrial beings and ghosts and bigfoot and who knows somehow it aligns with all of this but it keeps coming up over and over. And I was listening to Ron Moorhead in an interview uh, last week sometime, and he spoke about that at no- uh, at length, ad nauseum, uh, about how if you have your if you have your mind right and you're there with peaceful intentions and you have your he didn't really talk about vibration as much, but he he, he danced around it. That then you're more open to receive stuff like this, and you're graduated to a higher power that has better abilities, more abilities. And I keep hearing so much about this that my my curiosity is peaked. Do I believe it? Not necessarily, but my curiosity is certainly peaked. So I think it's it's uh, it's another stepping stone, another gateway to exploring that more. And and I don't as much as I feel like I wasted 2 hours, there was 40 minutes of good quality entertainment and and information in there. So I I'll take that away from it that it's another stepping stone into learning more about that process, whatever that process happens to be. David, what about you? So I, I'm, I'm maybe a step or two behind Derek uh, in, in that thought process, but I'm like you said, it's coming out more and more this Avenue. uh, And I don't know if that's the community coalescing around the idea or if it's a misinformation campaign that's out there or what. Um, But yeah, there's, there's plenty to take away from 
this film in particular that you can um, kind of learn stuff from and just wonder about. Um, and I don't think it's and and I noticed that like none of us picked apart any of the specific videos or this or that. I mean, you, Derek mentioned a couple of them being debunked before, but like yeah, a couple older ones. But I don't think it's necessarily um, conducive to to good conversation with this to try and debunk everything we see, and I don't think you can. No. Um, to a to a large degree, either there was one video in there that was um, that really uh, I, I really was interested in. Now, I don't know if it's fake or not, of course, but they talked about a 1991 video from a space shuttle discovery. I think. Oh, oh, oh! That one, that one, I've seen a ton of times. You've yeah. seen that one a lot. Is that it, it, is it oh, good? It's... Is it fake? I, I that's the first time I've seen it. It was a so you so there's a light that is supposed to come kind of get near earth's atmosphere and they said it's a it's a craft and i'm like oh well that looks like a satellite but then it like abruptly stops and shoots the other way and then all of a sudden there's like a something that flies up where it was and they were saying it was an energy beam shot from the earth at this craft to keep it away from from earth and it's kind of the nefarious military industrial complex acting um in in their own defense or whatever or yeah so have you ever seen that i i have actually i don't know if this is the exact same video but it's very similar i know which one you're talking about but the one i'm uh trying to remember but it was described as being ice particles that had formed on the outside of the the craft or whatever you know the the you might be thinking i've heard that debunked for other ones because this one like i the thing that compels me is there's like a slight flash. As I'm thinking about, it, I think the thing they said was it's a rocket booster. That's what the flash was was a rocket booster. You can't really see, and that's why it kind of shoves everything in that direction. I've heard that too. That it's just okay. space junk that you're looking I, at. It's mm. it's compelling to me because I've seen it on other stuff. And like I said, the, when you said ice particles, it clicked in my head. I'm like, wait, that's what they said. I mean, that's right. Like I said, a lot of the stuff in here is interesting. I mean, I don't have the videos and stuff going in front of me. And I mean, I don't know what the pictures are taken of, to be honest. I mean, they could be anything for all I know. And I think the people and I think a lot of the people that they interview and stuff believe what they saw was something extraterrestrial. They always do. Yeah. And I mean, they, they, they always do. I mean, you guys have a documentary coming out that has a ton of these people with, with different stuff. And for me, that's what I I like that part of it. Him talking about different stuff and and all this other, like the industrial complex. I'm like, I want to get more into like maybe people talking about them being at the CE five events and seeing this stuff, which we did get a little bit of, but I would like I would like a little bit more of that. Maybe that inside the CE five event will have more of this. Like I said, if it's if this is a whole perpetual motion machine of him getting backing to do to move this bigger and bigger and bigger, then cool. Like I said, was this terrible? I mean, yeah, we mocked it a little bit, but it had interesting stuff in there. So I I, I wouldn't s- say Go ahead, go, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, Justin. I didn't want you to interrupt. Oh no! I was just gonna say I wouldn't say I wasted two hours. I'm just saying there, there, there is some solid stuff interspersed in there. You just gotta understand that it it takes jumps sometimes that just go from one topic 
leaping to another one and you just gotta hopefully your seatbelt's on and you have the proper headgear to go with that sudden shift in tone don't blink you're gonna find yourself <laughs> confused so i i think they asked a lot of good questions but i don't think they asked enough questions um and for an example if the first of all they they talked about i don't know how many different types of craft so does that mean that there are many different uh, species of extraterrestrials visiting? Or do they just have a bunch of different kinds and it's one species? Um, also, if they are traveling through dimensions or however they're using, you know, obviously they're ad- more advanced than what we have. And they get here, but they're, they are dissuaded from landing or getting into... Earth's atmosphere from some kind of man-made weapon. That's kind of weird. I would think that, that they, they would have... Shut s- down. That they yeah, admitted to being able to shut down. That they could shut down, and also that at one point they said the our radio stuff messed with their capabilities as well, and mm-hmm. I'm like, really? You, you can't shield your interdimensional craft from radio frequencies? Again, you travel all that distance and something stupid gets you hung up. It's like uh, the yodeling in... Uh, Mars attacks. I mean, you come all that way, and some <laughs> right. Some another one they showed clips from. You out. Or a ton of teddy bears taking out a galactic empire. Or water taking out an alien invasion in uh, uh, in Mike Shyamalan's movie. Uh, what was that one called? Signs. 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 Yeah. So, so you know, there there are little holes in the story here that aren't really filled in, or questioned, or thought about, or expounded on. Um, Another another thing, just like with um, how at the center of everything Stephen is in this, that I think people should uh, think about and consider when you are considering whether to believe in this stuff or not. Now, uh, final thought for me, I think, again, the message is a positive one and one that we can all, I, I would hope, agree on, which is be kind be a better person, take care of the earth, take care of the animals, and don't don't trust the government. (laughs) (laughs) And that leads me to my question here. Is CE5 a cult? Because the whole Uh, time I'm watching this, that's what I I wrote it down everywhere. I was thinking, this is a cult. They have good intentions, it sounds like. Some cults do. But it doesn't change the fact that it might be a cult. You know, you have a leader, you have strange beliefs that only the cult members seem to be able to experience. I mean, all the signs are and, there. And for five hundred dollars, you could be a member too. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know if that's that's true on the amount, but <laughs> I I, I kind of thought that too. I'm like, did I just make us watch a two hour cult introduction video? Like the the the, the end of this video has like a an ad for an app, uh, a thing saying the aliens are here to help us and possible cold introduction. I mean, um, in induction material. I, I, like I said, I, I'm sure we'll find out more with this inside CE five documentary to come out later, which I'm sure none of us will watch. You'll have to <laughs> let us know what, what happens. Justin. <laughs> well, uh, another I, thing that there's a, uh, celebrity spokesperson which is often a, a necessary thing for a cult to have 
No, Jeremy Piven is who I was thinking of. Oh, the, okay. whole, I, the first half of it, I'm like, I know that voice. And that's one of my favorite things is I'm watching TV. I watch a commercial or something. I'm like, hey, I ask Sarah. I'm like, you know who this is? Like, you know who the actor is? Because I hear the voice. My, my favorite is I get her on the McDonald's one every time because she has no idea who Brian Cox is. So every time I'm like, do you know who this is? She's like, I have no clue. And she'll never get it because she can't remember who he is. Anyway, um, so yeah, there's a, the celebrity... A celebrity spokesperson, which is oft, often a necessary thing for a cult to to have to flourish. The definition uh, of a cult is uh, it's it's religious veneration um, towards a particular mm. figure or object, or I guess a, maybe even a set of beliefs. Although I think that is goes this into not that. It, it, it's if it's not, it's bordering on it. You know, I, I don't know that they have established a, a, a religion or they would even consider it a religion. But the way they act, the people who follow this and believe in it, it sure does uh, smell of It seems of like it's that. trending that direction, right? I mean... Trending that way. Now, I don't think Stephen Greer is trying to create a cult or be a cult leader or anything. He's trying, I think, to make money. And I think along the way, he's kind of buying into it a little himself as well. But Um, this app is $10. It's a $9.99 app. So the the film itself has almost 12,000 ratings. It's got a 4.5 star review. It's pretty Um, good. It's pretty good for for 12,000. Now, if you imagine every one of them paying $10... I mean that's pretty nice payday for Steven, 120 grand, you know, <laughs> with this to come out. Uh and who knows, but it's obviously there's a way to make money and if he really actually cared about the planet and people and making con- raising consciousness or awareness or whatever, I think the app would be free. I understand you got to get paid. You you got to get money for for what your expert is and and <laughs> you got to survive in in this capitalist society but ten dollars you know i was like five dollars would be too much ten is whew. i even did four on my patreon because i i felt the same way i'm like no one's gonna pay five dollars to listen to me talk like four maybe <laughs> let's, let's shoot for four um just pointing this out real quick i i did go to the tomatoes the Rotten Tomatoes, mm. and um, with its six reviews by critics, it is at a hefty 17%. Ooh. Well, but audience <laughs> score 77%. So, yeah, I guess those people that bought the app were able to. I, I do not look score. forward to our tomato score for our film. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't either. <laughs> Certified as a tomato. Not rotten, not fresh. It just exists. Was seventeen percent is not rotten? Seventeen. <laughs> Would you say the audience was seventy-seven? Seventy-seven. Uh, that, that checks out. I mean, the audience doesn't look at the film plus. the same way that a right that a yeah. uh, that a critic would look at the film. So, critically looking at this, it's it's a mess. I mean, it's all over the place. There's no structure. There's mm. there's no lots of lines. stock there's, footage. Yeah, it's just it's a mess. It's a mess of a film. Now, as far as the information they're putting across, it's hard to find anywhere else. So that that gives it its uh, uniqueness that people probably enjoy. So people are, are a lot more lenient on stuff like that when you're just a casual viewer 
versus obviously somebody that's critiquing. Or if you're seeking it out and wanting to watch it. I mean, like we had to find material to talk about. So we're going to find parts to to dig into. We're going to find parts that Mm. we like to talk about. So, you know, that's kind of our jobs here. So I wonder how much it cost him to make. I wondered that. And I actually did some searching to see if I can find any kind of a budget. I couldn't, but I started thinking about it. And they're really not doing much. There's a lot of found footage. There's a lot of iPhone footage that people just, I assume, filmed themselves and mailed in. Um, you know, hey, we're CE5 from Brisbane, Australia, or whatever. Like right. All those people. Plus all the the uh, view uh, the video evidence that they were, they played. There was hours of that, or yeah, probably not hours, but at least twenty minutes or thirty minutes combined of of amateur footage. So I don't think they spent a lot of money. I mean, they sat. Greer the only in a thing room they really probably, yeah, they they just set people up for interviews. You know, like you said, the um, the one guy um, Targ. Um, yeah. Daniel so maybe Sheehan they was the other. Right, right. Yeah, they Harvard might have lawyer. spent a little money to get there and travel. And yeah, travel and, and yeah, and like light lodging. and sound and camera. But, and that's um, about it. Yeah. So if so I had it, to guess, we're looking at probably twenty grand to, to shoot this, something like that. Maybe even less than that. If if everybody was local. Yeah. You know, if everybody was in LA, that's super easy. You know, you just go to different locations. But if they have to fly to New York or San Francisco, DC probably. Or yeah. yeah. Why is everywhere listing this documentary at one hundred and twenty minutes though? Oh. It was two hours, wasn't it? That would be a much yeah. better cut, I believe. <laughs> Maybe, maybe I watched maybe the two-hour director's one. cut. Oh yeah. well, that would make sense. Uh, I guess um, it would. Yeah. I I'm, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Greer's interview being done in the Batcave from Batman? Um, <laughs> it looked like Batman <laughs> yes. Begins. Yeah. No. 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 It was a, a dark, dark night, and um, yeah, because he, he he didn't have the light room. It was some millionaire's workshop it, for sure. It was yeah, where they I, tested the Batmobile, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morgan, it's, it's I thought one. I saw Morgan Freeman in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to be here today? <laughs> who, who has a Morgan Freeman impression? I want to hear it. Get busy, I, I did mine. Or get busy oh. contacting aliens. <laughs> get busy living or get busy Sometimes dying. both. <laughs> um, no, like, like I said. When I had I... an alien abduction in Mississippi as a boy. <laughs> So sorry, Justin. What? <laughs> I I just was gonna try to wrap this up if we got yeah. nothing else. Because yeah, probably a good I, idea. <laughs> I I I guess my my final thought is if 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 you're clicked into a lot of this stuff, check this out. If you're, I mean, if if the hour of us discussing this two-hour documentary hasn't swayed you away, check it out. I mean, it's got interesting stuff. It's just like I said, I feel like it's a shotgun approach at one point to where it just blasts a ton of stuff out there and. If you glom onto it, maybe check out an episode of Ancient Aliens that talks about it more. UFO Hunters, because this has been covered in other places and in more detail. But we're just kind of giving you the overview of what we've got going on here. And I don't think it's a cult, because normally with a cult, they like for you to stop being an individual and start being part of the group. And they all definitely point themselves as individuals, which there's a lot in Virginia, by the way. What's that say about Virginia folk? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, anyways, I gotta go because I got a meeting. I gotta attend a CE five or something. Anyways, David, uh, final thoughts from you? I, uh, I I agree. Like, there's stuff in here worth um, 
taking a look at uh, the overall message again, I think is is positive. It's just a, a strange way to achieve it. Um, I think you really need to think critically about some of the context uh, that they're talking about and just see 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 the patterns they're not telling you to look for um and that again is is with the context especially um with Stephen himself and all the things that he's saying and has been involved in and has his fingers in and also um just with uh, the the different weird discrepancies or the the holes the plot holes that um don't get addressed just just keep an eye out for that kind of stuff when you watch things like this um but it's it's not a terrible it's not a terrible waste of time um if you've got two hours then um you know have it on you can come and go i think each of us kind of checked out here and there um hey, hey it's chapters just there they have chapters the yeah chapter. so so yeah uh that i guess that's that those are my thoughts I, I, Derek, you got anything to add i, I do real, real quickly i would say that if you're down a rabbit hole this is for you if you're exploring all the government connected ufo stuff and you want more information go down this rabbit hole if you're vaguely interested in the paranormal and this is just a facet of it skip this one or do as justin said and watch a chapter and then leave for a week and then come back and watch another half hour of it and leave for a week because you'll need that to digest what you just heard and and hopefully go do some research on your own and find out if there's any truth to anything that was claimed because i can't say that there's any truth to any of it i don't know frankly yeah, uh, but there's some wild claims made so uh, i'm Mm -hmm. skeptical let's put it that way but i agree with you guys watch it it's not going to end your day it's not the worst thing we've ever reviewed oh, it's, God, it's, no. it's slow it's boring it's kind of convoluted but there's some interesting stuff in there there's some great footage in there like we said so if it's something that interests you then definitely go check it out but uh, viewer beware again as, <laughs> I like, as i like to say all right um i guess let's start where we left off and go back around uh derek where can people find more from you you can find me uh anywhere you can find a podcast just search for monsters among us podcast and i'm taking a quick little break because i'm exhausted but i'm doing a youtube series called para weekly where i review uh, different uh, internet videos and claims and news paranormal news that sort of thing and you can catch that on mm-hmm. YouTube every other Friday starting, I think, next week or the week after. I have to check on that. But it's coming back. All right. David, what about you? Same. Just search for blurry photos. Um, and also, if you're into trivia, check out Quiz Quiz Bang Bang, uh, the trivia show that I do with my wife. Um, <laughs> both a lot of fun. And, boy, it's uh, – yeah, we've been been busy lately working on uh, – different things so (laughs) i'm about to end my season 10 and start up uh 11 um in march so yeah lots lots of stuff going on also check out uh, my twitch channel twitch.tv slash blurry photos uh playing some fun games on there and i get uh i get real salty and curse like a sailor so (laughs) we should probably add david and i are working on a documentary Shadows in the Desert, High Strangeness in the Borrego Triangle. It's a documentary about a window area we discovered in Southern California here. We're not out yet, 
but we're looking at uh, probably April sometime, maybe May. We don't know. Somewhere late, late spring, early, I don't know, spring, spring 2022. Spring is what we're, that's what we're shooting for. Yeah. We're in, we're in a real busy phase right now for us, um, writing and, um, recording and editing, recording. And drawing, and there's all music. There's all music. Sorts of things. Yeah. A lot of moving parts right now, but it's all going forward and hopefully soon. Yeah. Uh, and finally me, you can find me, um, if you haven't already before, you can find me Zygnus, uh, Z E N G this, uh, nerdy pop culture topics, uh, as I always say, UFOs, stuff like that, definitely in pop culture. So you can check us out every week discussing more nerdy topics over on Zygnus. And, um, I guess till next time we have been the Knights at the round table. Ching. Oh. Chang. <laughs> Chang. 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 <laughs> Chang. 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 Chang.